0: Hey folks, tonight we're debating whether or not the Quran is scientifically accurate, and we are starting right now with Hussein's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us, Hussein. The floor
1: is all yours. Thank you, everyone. And um, so the Quran has been praised by both Muslims and non-Muslims alike for its ling- linguistic genius. Uh, As well as some scientific claims that were later found out to be true, Islam in the Quran has scientific miracles within the Quran and a true reflection of reality and thus shows Islam's truth. Uh, We do not even need these miracles as there's plenty of rational arguments for God and Islam. However, uh, these are further signs of Islam's truth. Obviously, I as a Muslim believe that this is a sign of the Quran's divinity and hope to prove that to you all today as well. Uh, The Qur'an has stories and is mostly a guidance to humanity on how to behave. However, there are statements that are open-ended interpretation, and the Qur'an itself acknowledges this. Uh, Many of these interpretations are scientifically valid and reflect the real world. Um, Atheists like Apus, however, consistently twist Qur'anic scripture and hadith. Uh, where there will be an arabic word and has multiple meanings in order to make the quran say a false statement however i'll be trying to put those to bed today and showing you the beauty of the quran and the claims because all that matters is the quran does align with reality uh, within some of these statements Um, so there are uh, plenty of claims within the quran and the reality of the world i'm going to go over zoology embryology and cosmology with some statements Uh, we can start off with zoology so uh, Who's the first person to discover that female bees are the bosses and male bees are the workers? Some of you would say if you did a Google search like I did, it'd be Johan Dizeron, which was a Catholic priest in 1845. However, actually, if you go back to the seventh century, Prophet Muhammad uh, actually wrote this and excuse me, I should say, uh, stated this within the Quran. So, Think about this. Did the prophet go to a field of bee, you know, field of bees, wear a beekeeping suit, observe the bees from afar, take notes, record it, do peer-reviewed findings like every modern person wants you to do? Uh, no, this only seems to be have known um, by someone who is getting divine knowledge through God. So, um, the quote from this is. And your Lord Allah revealed the bees, build your hives and mountains, trees in what they build. In another section of Quran, it states the Lord Allah revealed to the bees that build your hives and mountains, trees and in what they build. Um, and then eat for females from every fruit and follow for females your Lord's enslaved paths from its bellies, exit drinks of different colors in its healing for man. Um, and then so these are signs that um, there's a f- Essentially, the word use is the female version of a bee, and that's showing the accuracy uh, in describing a female bee, which we now know that bees that are collecting the honey and working are actually female. Um, A similar thing happened with ants as well. And again, keep in mind these were recent discoveries. So worker ants don't have wings and are all females. Um, and there's a quote with Solomon until when they came unto the valley of the ants an ant said oh ants into your home so that you do not get crushed by Solomon and his soldiers while they do not feel it so if this had, had ant had wings it would have flown however it didn't have this option so instead its only option was to hide underground and since it did have did not have wings then it was definitely a female out ant and um, again the Quran correctly addresses this ant in the female mode um, so Another example of this is with spiders. And then here's the irony is atheists did actually used to use this as an attempt to disprove the Quran, initially saying that both male and female spiders build webs. (laughs) However, uh, both build webs. It's accepted within an (laughs) arachnicoid. Arachnological literature that adult female spiders build the webs, while adult males do only do web building that's required for courtship and sperm induction. Uh, So the Quran states the likeness of those who take to themselves protectors other than Allah is that of the spider. It builds a house, but the most fragile of houses is the spider's house, if only they had knew. Again, ask yourself, did Muhammad, while fighting a war against his peer who shunned him and forced him to flee his home, uh, how did he discover this knowledge? You know, when he was doing all these things that, you know, and he somehow also had the time to to do all these studies. So uh, another miracle of the Quran is that the animals speak to each other and operate in some capacity similar to humans. Uh, there's the quote is There's no land animal nor bird that flies with wings who do, are not nations like you. Uh, we did not miss a thing in the book. Then to their Lord they will be gathered. Atheists attempt again to in Apus has done this himself, to use this quote to say they're solitary animals. Um, again, Ibrahim, uh, when referenced in the Quran, was a nation unto himself, so a ummah unto himself. In other words, ummah, which is nation. So, uh, embryology, um, again, there's a fairly recent field of study beginning in the 19th century. So you can rest assured that Muhammad, peace be upon him, would not have had access to the tools of the modern time to confirm any of these teachings or infer these facts. However, the Quran did state with reality that the reality when it came to embryology. So I'm sure some of you guys have heard this, but uh, we've created a man from an extract of clay. Then we made him as a drop in place of settlement, firmly fixed. And then we made him into a drop into an alaka, which is a leech or suspended thing and blood caught. And then we made the alaka into a mud, manga, which is a chew like substance. And this is in Quran 23, 12, 14. And then we have developed the semen into a leech. And then we've developed the leech into a lump and then a lump into bones. And then we've cloned these bones bones with flesh and we produce it into another feature. Most blessed is the Allah, the best of of creators. So in this verse, the fetus acquires those features after clothing the bones with flesh. And it turns out to be the correct order of development, bones, muscles, and then facial features. Um, And then we can go into cosmology, Um, there are three possibilities to how the universe could end, the big rip, big crunch, and big chill. NASA has ruled out the first scenario. Uh, If you look at the universe today, this leaves the universe with two possible endings, and Stephen Hawking's proposal predicted the universe would end, stop expanding and collapse on itself, which is the big crunch. And this is referenced twice within the Quran. And then you ask about the hour. When will it come? The knowledge of it rests with my Lord. None of it can reveal its coming except he. It weighs heavily on the heavens and the earth. It will not come upon you except suddenly. They ask you if you are responsible for it, say knowledge of it rests with Allah. But most people do not know. Uh, The Quran uses the term weighs, which means by gravity. But from general, relativity, we know that gravity is curvature. Of space time, and we know that wormholes are the equivalent of folding space time like a book. Again, this is also referenced in Quran 21 104. On the day when we will fold the heaven like the folder compacts the books, as we have originated the first creation, we shall return it a promise binding on us. Surely we will deliver. Uh, So, in one verse, the Quran or God promises to make the big crunch by gravity, in another verse, folding space time like the book. Since both verses are describing the same event, that gravity is a And gravity is a curvature of space-time. You know, again, how could an illiterate man 1,400 years ago known about gravity being the curvature of space-time? How could it know about the big crunch? You know about the big crunch. Um, So another example of these kind of things is gravitational waves. Um, So they are disturbances in the curvature fabric of space-time generated by accelerated masses and propagate waves outward from the space at the speed of light. Gravitational waves is a branch of observable astronomy that uses... Gravitational waves to collect observational data, yada yada yada. But you can you know look this up on Wikipedia as well. And so there are waves in spacetime, and this was only known recently. However, it was portrayed by in the Quran fourteen hundred years ago. So in 1529, on the day when the heaven vibrates with in waves. So astronomers just confirmed the existence of dark energy or dark matter, a mysterious repulsive force that acts in opposite to gravity. As the distance increases, the attractive gravitational force decreases, but this is a mysterious force, which scientists still haven't really confirmed what dark matter is. (laughs) So anyways, this is mentioned as in uh, we built it with craftsmanship and we are still expanding. So this is a reference to essentially that dark matter is expanding the Earth, the uh, universe. So... As you can see, the Quran makes many claims regarding a wide range of topics, and I didn't even cover, you know, a lot, like things like biology, geology, astronomy, meteorology. Um, The Quran, however, is accurate information in all these multiple realms and would not have been available or known to Muhammad or the people surrounding him at the time. And therefore, this shows the Quran is divinely inspired However, atheists want to claim that the prophet, peace be upon him, was somehow an ignorant warlord on one hand who only cared about women in power. And then, however, on the other hand, he miraculously was able to either infer these things um, or just somehow knew all this knowledge from other societies, you know, and gather it all somehow everywhere. So, um, you know, the other argument is that he got it wrong, which I'll try and work with uh, later when Apos does his opening. So. Um, thank you.
0: You got it. Thank you very much for that opening and want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. I'm your host, James. We are glad you were here no matter what walk of life you were from. And with that, we're going to kick it over to AP. Thrilled to have you here. AP,
2: the floor is yours for your opening statement as well. Thank you so much. Um, just remembered I forgot to set a timer again, uh, but once I have that here, I will start immediately. All right, um, <clears throat> so um, we heard a lot of things uh, right here from from Hussein, um, and unfortunately, many of the things that we have heard, almost everything here is, sounds quite absurd to the regular uh, human in the 21st century. Uh, not only did he present um, Strange ideas as if they were acceptable. He also uh, entirely twisted uh, the Quran's words according to his own um, modern supposedly scientific understanding um, of the world around us. he said that people think Muhammad was just an ignorant warlord who cared about power and women. I would say that's correct. Muhammad was actually uh, an ignorant warlord in the 7th century who had probably mental problems and um, was very obsessed with power, with fighting, and with having as many women as possible, which the Quran emphasizes very much. By the way, since uh, Hussein knowingly referred to me... Um, with with a derogatory uh with an insult the entire time i will also um, return the favor and refer to muhammad with an insult and that's and uh, he, everybody can thank him for this. So I will call Muhammad Mopus uh, as of now. Um, so um, Muhammad or Mopus uh, made many prophecies. Uh, he himself said that that, that Muhammad uh, wrote the Quran by by or wrote something in the Quran by on accident. Fine, I, I, I accept it was an accident. Muhammad is supposedly a prophet to whom the scripture was revealed through an angel, um, and when we go back to actually look at that scripture, we will find that it is full of ignorance. And in order to show you the ignorance, I will share my screen here and uh, let you in on the big secret of how ignorant the Quran actually is. Oh, by the way, I want to point out one um, funny fact here. Uh, Hussein um, mentioned toward the end there that uh, the Quran predicted the big crunch, which he considers a very credible, um, you know, scientific understanding of how the, how the universe ends Apparently he's unaware of the fact that the Big Crunch is considered um, a wildly, uh, Im- w- wildly uh, pseudo-scientific um, hypothesis that is considered not very credible. So that was far in the past that people actually considered the big crunch, a, a good, um, you know, a, a, a good way to predict the end of the of the universe, right now, the prominent, uh, the predominant science is that the universe is probably will probably be flatly expanding forever. And an idea of a big crunch is entirely baseless. So even when he appeals to such a modern hypothesis, he's doing uh, a huge blunder here. So, um, The Quran mentions uh, a lot of things about the earth and the sky, and uh, it doesn't say anything about the universe, because the Quran never mentions the word universe, never mentions anything close to it. The universe is something that we only recently began to understand. The Quran describes uh, the earth as something that Allah spread, and he set uh, mountains into this earth. Uh, earth firmly. It already sounds a little bit ignorant, but we will, uh, of course, come to all the other claims that the Quran makes. The Quran describes uh, stars in the sky as missiles that are thrown at rebellious devils. It says, against every rebellious devil, so they may not listen to the high assembly of angels. Allah created the stars and those stars are, you know, uh, shot at the devils thrown at the devils by these uh, angels to prevent those, uh, you know, those, those, those devils from from going up there, which, of course, is a very um, poor understanding of what, um, of what stars are. And also, this Quran verse actually refers to uh, meteors in the sky, which people in the past, and some people still today, thought were stars. They are not stars, they are meteors. Uh, When they enter the atmosphere, they light up, which is why it looks like there is some light moving up there. But uh, it has nothing to do with stars. Um, Mohammed also further explained that uh, these Shooting stars are, uh, you know, thrown at devils who would try to uh, obtain secret secret knowledge from the heavens, uh, and bring it to soothsayers who then pretend to magically know what is in the future. It, I know, very strange fantasy world that is going on here in the seventh century, uh, but quite appropriate for a for an ignorant uh, desert. Uh, The Qur'an said that the sun runs towards a stopping point. Actually, to be accurate, it says that the sun runs towards its uh, resting place, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, It says that the sun and the moon will not uh, can never reach each other, that the night can never overtake the day, but all of them are in an orbit and they are constantly swimming. Uh, It describes basically the sun and the moon chasing each other and the day and the night also chasing each other. Um, there is more detail that we will come to here which will show that uh, this is an incredibly poor understanding of uh, the universe around us the quran says by the sun and its brightness and by the moon when she follows him so the in, in this uh in this fantasy world uh, the sun moves constantly up there and the moon is constantly following uh the sun when in reality we know that that is not the case this is how people saw it in the past when they looked up to the sky but in reality it is the earth revolving around the sun with all the other planets and the moon is revolving around us it may only appear to an ignorant eye as if the two objects were following each other Um, the quran makes more ignorant statements in the same chapter where it says by the day when it displays the sun and the night when it covers it notice how it says here by the day when it displays the sun, and the night when it covers it. The Quran, actually, like many other uh, primitive cultures in the past, um, was unaware of the role of the sun and thought that the day and the sun are separate things. The the, the daylight comes, and the sun happens to come with the daylight, it's just a blessing from Allah. And um, this is just one of the signs of that specific ignorance. it further says, the sun runs toward a resting place. Uh, that is the determination of the mighty and the knowing. The sun runs toward a resting place. The sun, which is at the center of our solar system around which we revolve, it does not do any such thing. You might say this is, uh, this might be metaphorical, you know, this might not be literal, but there is a lot here to uh, disprove that claim. For example, if we go to the authentic uh, reports um, and and look at what Muhammad said, we see this specific report, which I love which says narrated by Abu Dhar the the prophet asked me at sunset do you know where the sun goes notice it is the prophet himself who initiates this and says do you know where this goes as the sun is setting and it says I replied Allah and his apostle know better Unfortunately, they don't," he said. "It goes until it prostrates itself under the throne and takes the permission to rise again, and it is permitted. And then a time will come when it will be about to prostrate itself, but its prostration will not be accepted, and it will ask permission to go on its course, but it will not be permitted. But it will be ordered to return whence it has come, and so it will rise in the west. And that is the interpretation of the statement of Allah. And the sun runs to its resting place. That is the decree of Allah. The ex- exalted in might, the all-knowing this is neither a joke nor a metaphor for anything you can clearly see that muhammad asks his uh follower do you know where this goes the sun right now and he's like no you know best and he's like well it goes to prostrate itself to allah under the throne and then it asks to rise again but you know one day allah will not allow it to rise again and say go back where you came from and then it will come from the west and this is a very prominent belief among muslims all around the world that one day the sun will rise from the from the west and you don't really think about this about the logic of it when you grow up as a muslim but it's 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 just a very terrible understanding of how the uh, world works um one of the claims of the quran is that the hour has come and the moon was split in two uh there are lengths to which we can go to point out that um it is nearly impossible that the moon was split in two in the 7th century, and nobody in the world noticed it, made a note of it, nobody nobody talked about it at all, despite the fact that people in this time were very active and were observing the skies, and that a lot of people had a lot of beliefs about the moon and the sun. Uh, it further says that the sky is a ceiling, uh, that Allah made the heavens without pillars that you can see, which is a very odd idea considering that the sky is not actually an object but rather just the atmosphere uh, surrounding the earth which is held together through gravity uh, which uh, by the shining of sunlight uh, makes everything appear blue and to us it looks like there is an object above us, but it's it's not. It's just air. It's just atmosphere. Uh, it for the, describes that the sky could be falling down or a part of the sky could fall down, uh, that Allah will roll up the sky one day, which is, again, a completely ignorant understanding of it. Uh, it says that Allah created the earth first and then the heavens, the seven heavens, which is a completely ignorant understanding of uh, how things came into existence. If you want to appeal to modern science, we could uh, throw this out directly. We all know that the earth didn't come into existence before everything out there. The earth came into existence uh, a long time after the uh, heavens or the universe or the galaxies and all that. And so on. I thought I would have much more time than, than, I, than I did here, but there's just so much in the Quran that um, we can, we can uh, reference here and debunk. Uh, long story short the Quran is definitely not an accurate source for science it is full of ignorance and I will rest my case thank you
0: thank you very much for that opening as well and folks we're going to do a couple of quick housekeeping things in particular if you love debates and this is your first time here hit that subscribe button we have many more debates to come and if you didn't know this folks we are very excited we are launching a huge shorts campaign we're finally doing it we're going to Basically, want to let you know. The heads up is this. You may at some point see a short where you're like, oh man, the atheist or the Christian or the Muslim got dunked on. We are going to put shorts out that in some cases you might be like, oh, it's like I felt like that was like kind of one-sided. It wasn't equal time. Want to give you a heads up. That is the case that we are going to do that. We're going to try to do it equally so everybody gets dunked on equally. But the idea is we're not meaning it for it to be like the end, you know, where people hear it for a minute and say, oh, OK, I guess that's set then. It's meant to drive people or you could say expose people to our debates as a whole. In other words, to get more information. So do want to let you know about that. And with that, thank you very much, gentlemen, for your openings. The table is set. Let's get to the main course. Gentlemen, the floor is all yours for Open Dialogue. <clears throat>
1: A quick, quick question. So, um, yeah. on this, so um, for example, you're talking here. Um, I'm ready to go. I had it written down. Uh, no, it's fine. What are you going to say? Oh, nothing. I was just going to say. Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so you you had mentioned that um I guess some of the problem here is like uh like Arabic translation. And I think you even had like a conversation with Muhammad Hijab on this, um, where Muhammad Hijab essentially said, like if the interpretation can be made, um, the Arabic word can be, because a lot of Arabic words have multiple meanings, uh, can fit with science and is c- correctly used that way. And there's even like precedent of People who are doing, are doing like Tifsters or exegesis on this, uh, why is there like any problems? I guess like because a lot of what you said, to be honest, is like th- there's been like refutations on YouTube, like done. It. it
2: doesn't really matter if there are refutations of it or not. I mean, um, we are sitting here discussing whether the Quran is scientifically accurate or not, and we can look. Uh, we can go back to the Quran, look at all the things it says. I haven't seen any ref- any um, refutations so far by. Muslim apologists or scholars which uh, completely explain these these giant errors away. It's not a translation issue. There is no translation problem uh, in any of these things that I've provided. Even the verses that I've put on the screen are all taken from uh, Sahih International as far as I remember maybe with some exceptions, which is, by the way, a highly respected and certified translation of the Quran. And none of this is, uh, the translations are not disputed. They are mostly vastly accepted. If there is a specific verse, a specific translation, a specific issue that you have, please bring it up and we can discuss. It. Well, yeah.
1: So for example, one example would be that you you implied in your video and like scientific mistakes of the Quran, like that this Quran is saying that uh, the earth is flat um and it's like there's a bunch of quotes where it's saying um that we've rolled out or smoothed out the earth um but with the word it's specifically using is implied it is implied that you're wrapping it around something that would be spherical and then even like ibn tamir who's a literist literalist he literally um does think the quran has any metaphor has actually argued that the world is round based off the quran So it's weird that you're implying, it's weird that you're implying that the Quran says the world, the earth is flat to push a narrative, and then you have Ibn Tamir saying that, a literal, like, literalist saying that it's round based off the Qur'an. Well, first of all, I don't remember bringing it up
2: today. So during our our debate, I didn't uh, ever mention that the Qur'an um, describes the earth literally as flat. That that might be something that I uh, referenced within context, within a broader context, by bringing uh, together a lot of evidences in a different video, but today I haven't. I haven't done that. If we want to uh, reference Ibn Taymiyyah, who is a very late Islamic scholar, uh, relatively speaking, I could. I could go back to other uh, Islamic scholars who have argued that the Earth is flat. I mean, a contemporary of um, almost contemporary or contemporary are the the Jalalains who, the Jalalain who said that the Earth is definitely flat, <laughs> and I mean, it, in the in their Tafsir uh, the two they they say that uh, it is the opinion of the scholars that the earth is flat, whereas the opinion of the astronomers is that the earth is round and that is false, although this does not go go against the fundamentals of the faith. That's what they argued, for example. Why don't we accept their view and and instead go to Ibn Taymiyyah? Just because uh, Ibn Taymiyyah's view agreed with uh, those who thought the earth was spherical, which they adopted from the cultures they conquered, by the way.
1: Well, but that's the like the Quran literally tells you to go and investigate the universe that the Earth, you know, and the Earth and the world that was created through Allah's power. So when we're doing that and we're then we're rereading the Quran. I mean, there should be no problem with updating our knowledge. Then why does the Quran make uh clear claims and
2: statements about the world around us, which are obviously false?
1: Well, for example, Unless you never reference time. you never reference the uh, you know, like the issue with ants and bees and stuff. Like you always go immediately to something that is correct. You want me to reference
2: do you want me to reference? Them? I think they are
1: ridiculous. So how is it uh, ridiculous that, like, you, so did Muhammad back then? You, think you, you mentioned ants talking, know for example. Spiders are um, what
2: spiders are female? Okay, was, what, what do you base?
1: Female ants are female and bees are female, right? Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you very briefly, uh, briefly mention why? What exactly you base this idea on that they knew that they are female?
1: So it's using the specific female word or female, um, the, like you know how in Arabic you can use a male, a gendered language, right? So you can use yeah. a male or a female, yeah. So it's using the female version of it. Okay, fantastic. I want to ask you a question. The Quran refers
2: to the moon as a female and to the sun primarily as a male. Uh, and it, it even uses, uh, you know, the he and she, in the, the he for, for the sun in the Arabic, although uh, it could refer to them differently. Why does it do that? Does it mean that the moon is female and the sun is male?
1: I think, I mean, that's probably just allegorical. I mean, it's just saying that so like, that is uh,
2: allegorical, but the other is not.
1: Why? No. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's, it's saying that the female ants work. And it's true. It's literally true. I mean, you have nothing to say against that. Or do you want me to? Uh, this is ridiculous. So uh, in, in one case, it's not when ridiculous it, to me. in
2: one case, when it doesn't fit the narrative, you say it's just allegorical. In, in the other case, when it does fit the narrative, you're like, oh, look, this is a miracle. The Quran like, that, literally that's states just, that,
1: though. That's, what does it state? The Quran states that some things are allegorical and some things are literal. And you can take
2: uh, as allegorical and as literal whatever you want based on what it is. Mean, f- it's not whatever
1: I want. people will research into this and look into this. I yeah. think the
2: case has already been closed to you, <laughs> to be honest. So you talked about ants uh, communicating. You said uh, that the Prophet Muhammad uh, knew that ants can uh, talk or communicate. Uh, What is actually happening in the Quran is that the Quran mentions uh, Solomon interacting with with ants or Solomon coming and um, one ant exclaims to the other and says, uh, quick, go in hiding Solomon is coming so what is actually happening here is that the Quran is not mentioning that ants communicate with each other it literally describes the ants speaking words such as that guy is coming come on guys go hide which is nowhere close to how ants in reality communicate they don't really so so it's really weird they just give signals to each other
1: much like other atheists, like whenever this stuff comes up with the Quran, they just purposely, uh, literally do this with with it. So if I say, hey, ants, we, ants talk to each other, right? And we're in layman speech right now, okay? Y- you would understand that I'm saying ants communicate. And then all of a sudden, like if they're poetically doing it in the Quran, you have a problem with it. And you're like, oh, no, it's wrong no. because...
2: If if you, if you came and you said do. to me, if you came and said to me, uh, the ants talk to each other. They say, "Hey, go to this place and do that." I would say, "Well, not really." I would say they only send each other certain uh, signals and leave sense behind, uh, which which other ants then follow to get to a certain place to say. Uh, the, the, the ants talk to each other and say, "Hey, Solomon is coming and going to hide and go this and this and that place." That is just a mythical, rather ignorant understanding of of how uh, ants could communicate. And I don't have an issue with this. I don't see that as a uh, as as a huge scientific mistake because it's just one of those ideas. Maybe, maybe in the Islamic understanding, ants can actually somehow you know talk to each other. But we can never know this. But there is no miracle in this because this is not something that we have verified through science there is no such thing
1: okay what about the fact that so same thing so with like the female spiders they're the ones who produce uh the houses right so that the a web isn't literally a house right but would you do the same thing there then you're like oh it's not a house you know like don't
2: worry we already talked about this. We already talked about the female and male thing. I asked you a question about the, the sun and the moon, and you said that there, that that is somehow, that there, somehow, it is not a miracle. There, somehow, it is, it is allegorical. I think, I mean, that case is already. Long gone. It's it's long closed. I don't. You, ever, you uh-huh. mentioned another thing. Uh, you you began your whole uh, speech, your whole opening speech with, uh, for example, that the Quran has been uh, praised by many Muslims and non-Muslims alike for its uh, scientific accuracies and and all of that. I just want to ask you, uh, which non-Muslims have actually claimed, uh, praised the Quran based on
1: um, its scientific accuracy? Um, there was a. It was two people in like the field of uh, embryology, but I, I don't remember exactly the names right now. So I, I, will,
2: I will tell you three. Uh, Maurice Bouquet, Keith Moore, and Gary Miller, right? Those are the people you think of.
1: There's those three and there's like some French name.
2: Okay, Maurice Bouquet. Yeah, you're thinking of these because every Muslim, every single Muslim says, uh, even non-Muslims praise the Quran for its scientific accuracy, and and all that everybody ever mentions are these people, uh, who, by the way, uh, happened to um, make make statements about the Quran while they were, uh, you know, working. Especially Maurice Bouquet, he was being paid, uh, as far as I remember if it wasn't him by saudi arabian authorities yeah. in order to uh, solidify the idea that the quran is actually scientifically sound keith moore uh, also had a similar connection even some somebody um there was this guy called the rationalizer he had interviews with some of these people who made positive statements about the quran and they openly said later on years later that they uh, that that was just a phase for business back then and they have nothing to do with it anymore they don't, they don't want to talk about it so aside from these uh people Who, um, let alone the fact that this is a complete appeal to authority, aside from from those people, nobody has ever actually analyzed the Qur'an and said, hey, look, this is so scientifically accurate. Otherwise, where in the world is the Qur'an used as a source for science? Nowhere. What do we take from the Qur'an and say, look, the Qur'an describes this scientifically accurately? It has helped us understand something. Nothing.
1: Okay. I mean, I would not agree because obviously uh, tons of Muslim, you know, after the uh, Islamic golden age, like using the Quran and, you know, developing the new modern scientific method, like the whole new modern science enterprise is built on a Muslim. So to say that, oh, Islam and the Quran isn't contributing at all when essentially islam like revitalized philosophy arts engineering so many practices and you're just going to discredit it and say oh no it, nothing to do with muslims in the Quran." so
2: when we talk about
1: um the industrial revolution <laughs> when we talk about
2: um, the, the printing press all of these things do you say that these things were all brought by christianity and we can thank christianity for modern science for the industrial some of them could be yeah of these things? Some, of them, some of them could be yes Okay, but that wouldn't be accurate. People don't do that. So,
1: <laughs> because these
2: are things. more not? not?
1: If Christianity was an inspiration for some of the the uh, people getting involved in it, then I don't see any problem with giving them the credit for that.
2: Well. Uh, d- and to be fair, the printing press was uh, driven by the Christian uh, desire to spread the Bible, for example. Okay, uh, yeah,
1: so that's a good, good so kudos to it's, guys. It's a good
2: thing. He, the issue yeah. is, uh, when it comes to science, you're basing this whole idea that the Quran contributed, that Islam contributed to science, on uh, the fact that uh, scholars in the past, in a, in a very distant past, uh, actually uh, researched and contributed to science, to be fair, when uh, the Western world, for example, was was engaged in a lot of useless things yes yeah, uh, so what, what happened after that, that but story. does that mean but does that mean that that islam or the quran actually contributed to this does it mean that is the source
1: yeah if they're doing it for a religious reason or they're doing it to investigate the earth based off based off the quran and islam then yes okay it's i have any, any problem with it but you i already mentioned a phrase right. to you from I already mentioned,
2: mentioned a phrase to you from the tafsir of Chad which says uh, that the astronomers believe the earth is round while the Islamic scholars believe that the earth is uh, flat and the Isl- Islamic scholars are correct.
1: Yeah, some of these scholars debated and even at the same time, they came to different conclusions. So I don't see a problem with it. So one was just wrong.
2: Yeah, so I, I don't see how yeah. Islam contributes to this because um, we have people who are um, who join Islam cultures which, which Islam conquers. And in those cultures, people come out and research to find out stuff about the universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Does that really mean that, uh, that this is the Quran's work? No, I again, The idea here is uh, the Quran did not reveal anything new about the world. The people, based on their idea of finding out the truth, went out
1: and researched
2: and came to findings.
1: So I have another one. So Quran in 53, 45, uh, 46, it talks about how sex is determined by the sperm. Where
2: does it say that? Quran in
1: 53, 45, 46, it talks about how the sex is determined by the sperm.
2: It doesn't, but let's see uh fifty fifty three yes forty five you said uh let's look at the source right he he creates uh forty five 40, 40, 45, and he creates two mates, the male and female, from a sperm drop that is emitted. Yeah. Uh, well, how in the world does this say that the sperm decides? So then someone has to
1: investigate it and they determine it's true. So,
2: who investigated this and found out? Oh, look, the Quran says that the sperm determines yeah, this. I'm
1: sorry, and Arab and Muslim countries were being bombarded and uh, colonized, you know, so they didn't get a chance to do all the work for you. But that not that's not a dis uh like an argument against Muslims or the Quran. Well, uh,
2: we can because continue get cro- to
1: contribute as much yet,
2: we can continue crying here. But it wasn't it. It wasn't me who actually made that claim. You just made that claim. You just said that uh, that the Quran um, presents this idea, and this somehow you know gave people the the, the true knowledge that uh,
1: well, us as Muslims, I don't really, sperm- I don't necessarily need to investigate. it. I can just take it as fact. However, we okay, the, Quran, are told the Quran doesn't say that in about the world, so I should do that if I have the opportunity. But again, <laughs> if my country is being ruined and bombarded <laughs> bombed, colonized like i don't have the opportunity that's very
2: very sad oh my oh why is this happening oh yeah, I know. yeah. yeah so sad i'm trying that's to why, cry about it i'm just saying that's why like, we it, cannot that that's why problem. we cannot find out uh, please let's leave this whole uh demagoguery aside we all we all know very very well how muslims treat each other in muslim countries and how they treat non-muslims in muslim countries if you want to debate that we can have that you got some trouble um, we, we can we can have that. We all know about your Muslim apologists and scholars who say that people like us should be killed and we are we are pigs and, Never that. and all says that. Well, the Quran says it, and your 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 apologists say that too. But back to your whole claim of uh, Quran fifty three verse forty five and forty six. It says he created two mates, the male and female, from a sperm drop when it is emitted. None of this indicates that the sperm actually determines the sex here. It just says that the sperm uh, from a from sperm god creates or allah creates humans male and female does is is anywhere in this statement the knowledge found that the sperm is what determines the sex if they will be male or female no just logically speaking just looking at this at the, at the wording here there is no such thing you are just uh reading into it
1: okay i mean there's plenty of people who did talk about this so that it okay. could infer that so well, and then it um, came out to be true so like much like a lot of these, there's been multiple interpretations. I mean, the whole, in a way, the problem for you would be that there's going to be, and there has always been, multiple interpretations from Quranic scholars on this since 1400 years ago, trying to explain the possible meanings of these verses. And and every verse in, in the Quran can be interpreted in certain amount of ways. There's a scope. There's a range. Okay, but it doesn't necessarily. Like, you interpreting it in a backwards way to try and disprove the Quran doesn't disprove the Quran.
2: All right, then let's get to uh, the things that I mentioned here. I mean, I, I I put so many things here on the screen and also, uh, you know, talked about them and read them. Uh, so if you if want to talk about interpretations, let's let's talk about it. Uh, I said that the Quran says the uh, the missiles were uh, created as protection against rebellious devils who try to ascend and uh, steal knowledge from the high assembly of Allah and the angels. How exactly do you interpret this differently
1: um so this came up with the debate with matt and i literally this is a supernatural event it's describing so th- you're you're making a claim on something that is uh, metaphysical so it can't be scientific it's not scientific it's a mistake on your part
2: okay uh muhammad muhammad clearly mentions in the uh, the authentic hadith that um, when they see a shooting star he mentions that this is devils trying to snatch secret knowledge from the heavens and bring it to the soothsayers, and shooting stars were made to shoot those devils. Why is Muhammad making this explanation? And if this is talking about something uh, which we cannot observe, why is the Quran talking about stars in this case and saying that stars were created to shoot at rebellious devils? Why is it there? Are stars thrown at rebellious devils in in, in, in a metaph- metaphysical, metaphorical uh mm-hmm unverifiable way or not.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, again, this has been talked about, but so there's stars, they're called lamps that emit light. Um, you're using the word stars, but they're called lamps, which have been adored in our missiles to stone the devils with. So they're a beautification of the nearest heavens to be thrown at devils and aligns with people, uh, stars that can be guided. So a lot of people have interpreted it to be allegorical. So
2: Well, uh, it's a very futile attempt. I have seen people who have uh, uh, interpreted it so. Mohammed Hijab, you mentioned earlier, he said this is something we just cannot verify. You know, what are you going to do? That was his explanation. That was his way out of it because there is no real way out of it. It talks clearly about stars which are in the sky at night to beautify the heavens. And some of those stars, which are not small things, they're huge objects like our sun, which is a star, are supposedly thrown at rebellious devils who try to go up there. How in the world does this make sense?
1: Yeah, just using the word adorn just means that it's pretty or beautiful. Like, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily referencing its size. So, I don't I don't see a problem with using it. What, what
2: does it have to do with, with anything?
1: That you, you made a problem with it. You said, oh, stars are big. Okay, I'm saying it clearly refers
2: to stars. Is it, does it refer to anything else here?
1: It's yeah, there's to people stars interpret it as meteors too, so... Okay, it
2: says uh, he made those stars or those lamps in the sky.
1: The word's lamps, to, not stars.
2: To beautify it, it's clearly talking about that. It's talking about the same thing with, in, the, in the Hadiths and throughout the Quran. And some of them were made to be thrown at rebellious devils. Are stars in any way thrown at rebellious devils? Okay, you say no, and it's it's so absurd to you that you can't get, away, can't get out of it, so you uh, resort to... Uh, metaphysical things but let's say it refers to meteors are meteors thrown at rebellious devils do you think that's do you think that's what's happening yeah why not okay so so we have rocks out there right Mm -hmm. rocks out there in 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 space which by the way are not lights and are not out there to beautify the heaven so you have to invalidate that part entirely That already doesn't make sense you cannot see those rocks in the sky you only see them because they enter the atmosphere and through friction light up burn up and become visible for a very brief time until they are pulverized or annihilated or partly fall down onto the ground does that sound like these things are up there as beautification of the sky and they are thrown at rebellious devils at some point does that make sense to you
1: um yeah so i mean like i said i've already okay, answered it, thank you. so it thank can be allegorical so wonderful thank, thank you for the answer <laughs> yeah. you know next
2: <laughs> you mentioned that the quran says the quran accurately describes it's uh is this a joke i mean you know you're not trolling right because it's pretty, pretty terrible so far um the Quran describes that uh, Allah turns the sperm into uh, a blood clot during the embryonic phase. Um, it it never turns into a blood clot at any phase. There's nothing in that it can be described as a as a blood clot. So I would I would say that's a completely wrong description of what's really
1: happening. Yeah, I think you did science. a video of this and you literally said that it turns into blood, which is like a incorrect uh, you know translation of it. But you do do that on your videos a lot, so.
2: Okay, so it oh, it was just me who incorrectly said said that this is yeah because it's a, saying in Khan, a
1: okay, leech
2: okay and what is that
1: yeah a and leech. people have a said leech. it
2: yeah okay so uh, you you would describe that as as a as a as a leech a sperm drops and the, no, sperm, not the sperm the sperm itself that's what that's what it says the sperm is then turned into this clot no
1: no you're is purposely you're, are you trolling blood? now.
2: What, what are you talking about? that's okay. not
1: how the the did, quote I, did, works. I,
2: did I do it wrong let's see let's see uh let, let, let's let's bring this up so uh a lot turns sperm into something right is, isn't that how it goes you, I'm pretty sure uh-huh. you know what I, what I'm referring we to We
1: placed a sperm drop in firm lodging okay and then we made the sperm drop into a clinging clot okay we isn't we that what the I just said into a lump and we made the lump no you said how is the sperm a leech but I just said the leech part is not a reference to the didn't, sperm. Didn't
2: I? Didn't I just say that the sperm is turned into that? Is, isn't that what I just said?
1: No, you. Okay. Unless I misread. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I
2: misspoke. I don't know. If I'm. I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure that's what I just said. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I just said that the sperm is tr- turned into into that. Uh, but is is there any point in embryology where something looks like a clinging clot or a leech, or where it acts like it? There simply is no such thing. That is, that doesn't come any, in any way close to what is happening during any of those stages. Yeah, embryo
1: at 24. Have you not, you haven't seen any of like the the photos or anything? I mean, am I allowed to show my screen? Go ahead. Like there, there's literally memes on this. I mean, I don't know how he's not. Can I do that, James? Oh,
0: yeah, we're ready for you. Okay. you have to press the green share button yeah right. yeah, yeah okay
1: just yeah so a leech or a blood center embryo 24 to 25 days they literally talk about it and they have it right here so and then Mohammed Jabba literally has a video on this too i mean most of what he said uh, can be can be viewed so that's it that's all yeah. you want to
2: do Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm saying it doesn't look like one, and it to
1: me it looks like one. So sorry.
2: You might you might say there you might say there is a picture. You might also say that the sperm looks like a looks like a leech. Why not? You could say that. I mean, if if you have ever seen uh, illustrations of how a sperm uh, goes into the. <laughs> In, into the woman, into the woman body, into uh, you know the the, the uh, and, and fertilizes. It looks like the sperms are little leeches that go and attach themselves, you know, to the to the eggs and uh, to the egg and try and and it looks like leeches. So that that could mean if the Quran said,
1: yeah, and and we in you, interpretation we like you, look like okay. that, sure, yeah, whatever you want. Ravon, I mean, it, it, if that looks
2: like a leech to you, then this does too. It, it could say, if, if the Quran said, and we made uh, us sperms, which are uh, leeches or you know, clinging things. I, I guess. It could also Ravon, say, wow, if People, people want wow, to yeah. learn
1: about Islam. Really, we should just be going to you, so you can grift more. Yeah.
2: No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm pointing out what the Quran says and how it sounds ridiculous. I mean, here you are presenting an even more ridiculous. I mean, you are making my case for me, to be honest, but. Um, sure. It's it's funny you mentioned this. The Quran actually uh, describes that uh, Allah creates the human as a drop uh, of sperm, and that drop goes into the mother and is then turned into a clinging clot, and so on. Well, it looks like uh, the Quran has an understanding of how humans develop, which is in line with very primitive ideas of uh of the entire of the entire process, it looks yeah, like yeah. But earlier you sperm. said he was
1: just a dumb warlord, so I don't know how this dumb warlord knew that.
2: Uh, people.
1: are' be- you know, pe- people long before
2: Muhammad thought that humans are sperm. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that you were at some point a drop of sperm?
1: Yeah, everyone was. What's wrong no, with it, that?
2: No, it's not. That's t- that's scientifically false. That's
1: a myth. That you what? That we're all sperm. We were all one sperm. You, you were not once
2: <laughs> a drop of sperm. A, a drop of sperm carries only a part of what is needed like, i mean you know how yeah, of chromosomes, chromosomes it's, it's can come together, right? it's a it mixture it goes in, it goes into the it yeah. fertilizes There's the a, woman a females
1: require i know how yeah. sex works, so yes, yes. Protein
2: yeah protein. yeah so so it, uh, okay. the, 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 the sperm the sperm actually fertilizes yes of the course woman. and from there the human begins developing. That little drop of a sperm is not a human. You were never that little drop of, of, of sperm. That is only something that fertilized it, fertilized the woman, which then began creating what later came to be a human. That is how it really works. That is how the real scientists. If you want to go after science, if you want to look how, at how science really works, we can look at that and determine that the Quran is entirely ignorant, full of crap. It okay. has an understanding. Of, you did this
1: of, in your video, of video, as people video did back then said that oh the Quran only mentions sperm right it doesn't mention like the female's eggs okay but it literally says that you come from a mixture of fluids which implies that there you know it takes two to tango Rivian I mean I don't I don't know about you but if you wanted to procreate it takes a female so
2: yeah very 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 interesting how could somebody in the seventh century have known that that uh, a male has fluids and the woman also has fluids when they interact with each other, and uh, you know they
1: somehow. You can say they this is a scientific, scientific miracle. miracle. <laughs> That's fine, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you said yeah, it, was a, it was a it was a it was a mistake, though. So somehow it's it's just oh, it's a mistake. Oh, it's not a mistake, but it's actually just not miraculous. You don't you don't, you
2: don't get the point. You don't get the point. You you were never at one point in your. Uh, <laughs> at one point in time a drop of sperm that is simply not true that is an ignorant mythical understanding of the entire process and the quran is merely repeating what people, people in the past in the past thought Because the Qur'an is ignorant. Because the Qur'an is a product of human beings in their time who had an ignorant understanding of the world around us. I mean, you are completely ignoring all the other stuff that has been uh, brought to the table here today. Yeah, so you uh, mentioned that sky, the sun, and everything. uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: sky, sky, right? I get it. So in one of your videos, and as well earlier, you said, for example, like you have the protective layer comment, and then you have a comment on like a solid, sky is a solid object. So how did... How did muhammad travel through the sky if the sky was a, a solid object and then on the protective layer thing so there's an interesting uh conversation to be had there so like for example are condoms protective
2: condoms protect
1: yeah so yeah. they aren't a hundred percent you know protective for example okay. just like okay. the sky isn't always protective of us and meteors can get through but it doesn't mean it's not protection so okay. how does this disprove the quran
2: Okay, does the Quran say that the sky is protected or does it say that the sky is a protection?
1: Yeah, it's a protection, yeah.
2: It says that the sky is uh, protected.
1: protective layer, yeah.
2: It says it is a protected layer.
1: Yeah, it's a protective layer.
2: It says it is a protected layer, not a protective layer. Okay. Or it it is a protected ceiling, sorry, a, a solid protected ceiling. If you want to correct me here, please go ahead. But I'm pretty sure it says that it's a protected ceiling, not a protective layer or anything like that. And that is, again, I'm sorry, completely
1: inaccurate. Okay. Yeah, it's not incorrect. So I just no, asked I you, are condoms protective or not?
2: Yeah, which has nothing to do with the actual question because no, it uh, does. Because those it, are two it, different it,
1: things. Okay, so Kenny Bomer and I also referenced this in our prior debates, right? We said that the sky is a protective layer, right? Okay, and that it does – there's literal. Uh, NASA scientists as well and a bunch of other people they've confirmed that the sky protects the earth right from meters and all sorts of problems right as well as radiation heat waves things like that okay so that is a protective layer you went on and you've gone on or prior to say that it is not protected because a meteor could get through but that's the same to again to use an analogy a condom right if you wore a condom and it protects you 99% of the time and then one time it didn't no one would go around saying, oh, condoms aren't pr- protected.
2: Okay, I have bad news for you, saying here. Uh, you keep saying that the Quran says the sky is uh, a protective ceiling.
1: Yeah.
2: It doesn't say that.
1: In yeah, Quran it's chapter 21, verse 32. Ceiling, and yet they turn away from our wonders. It's a yeah. protective roof. And a bunch of, again, I, I, a bunch of people it's, have it's, used this says, interpreted this in the past to say that it's a protective layer. But again, you want to say, oh, it doesn't say that.
2: Okay, it says that the ceiling okay, audience guys it says it says, take, it says take, hey listen it says here. it says the sky is a protected ceiling mm-hmm. word word does that mean to you the sky is a protective ceiling as so as in the sky protects us from something mm-hmm. are those two things the same thing
1: yeah we made the sky a protective ceiling and yet they... Now go, away. Now,
2: now go ahead and appeal to the audience once again. He thinks uh, protective... Yeah, because I'm talking to them, I'm not the talking same,
1: to you. You've so why would I try? <laughs> well, okay. You've
2: been doing this for how many years? Everybody, judge the guy who just said that the sky is a protect that, that, that the sky is a protected ceiling means it is a protective layer. Not, makes no sense. The two things have nothing to do with each other at all. The Quran literally says that the sky is a ceiling uh, which Allah... Built a can a a, a a a building which Allah built above the sky. It has no rifts, no cracks, and Allah holds it up so it doesn't fall down. Which is already an, an idiotic description. Nothing holds it up. Nothing needs to hold it up. It is, if anything, held together through gravity. Uh, and it is all, it is not a ceiling. It is not an object. It is also not uh, protected. It is it protects us from a lot of things which the quran never references and never says those are entirely different things don't conflate them with each other the quran is scientifically ignorant about this yep sure
1: yeah well so, sure, so but... ignorant. i mean it literally claims it but okay
2: well, if you if you don't understand words here, then then I just I just don't know what to tell you. Uh, furthermore, um, it says that the, that the sun has a resting place. I also um, presented the whole um, perspective on this from Muhammad himself, who says that um, that the sun actually goes somewhere at night and prays to Allah, and then asks to rise again, and Allah gives. It. What do you say about that whole uh, fable?
1: The uh, sun, what?
2: Do you not hear what I just said? The sun travels somewhere to its resting place or uh, goes and worships under the throne of Allah and asks for permission to rise again. And Allah is like, yeah, go ahead, rise. And then one day it says, Allah, can I rise now? And it says, no, go back where you came from. And then it rises from the west. Uh, As the Quran describes, it goes to a resting place. What do you think about that whole issue?
1: Yeah, what's what's the problem with that? It's it's uh, allegorical. I mean, people Shh. people say now that the sun sets, right? <laughs> so is the sun? Is that anyone who says the sun sets is that like is that a problem then to you? No, because we are describing
2: yeah. uh, something that we that we observe here. If somebody if somebody came and said to me,
1: okay, and I, that's the exact same logic. No, no, it's no, it's not. If somebody came and, and said to me, there's on this where they talk about how this is from the perspective of human beings viewing the sun all right, if somebody
2: comes to me and says, hey, do you know where the sun goes? And I'm like, it doesn't go anywhere. And they say, no, no, no. It actually travels to a resting place and it worships under the throne of Allah. And in the morning, it asks to rise
1: again and Allah yeah, gives it permission a to rise. Whoa, it's a story. What is that? What kind of a story is that? What's, what's the point of the story? This is not a scientific mistake. I mean, you're literally saying trying to say that this... I love it. It oh, is a scientific so again. Mistake. This goes back to oh, it's literal here, but not <laughs> literal here for you. It is literal. You're it, interpreting. How is Muhammad it? Literal? Lit- Muhammad
2: literally describes that the, that the sun goes somewhere. The Quran literally describes that the sun goes somewhere, which Muhammad further expands on. Oh, in the, about the world, about
1: is the what, what
2: exactly? What exactly is the point of the story? Tell me. Go ahead.
1: In which one? The the
2: prostration. No, the sun traveling to a resting place and asking allah for permission to rise again every morning and one day allah will say no go back and it goes and rises from the, what What's the point of that, of that story
1: yeah so again many people have said that it fits the healing centric model and they've talked about this they said that when it's rising um it rose it's inclining away from their cave on the right and when it sets, passing away from them on the left so you can Talk about it where it says like NASA uses terms. So we say the sun is set. And when the day begins, we say the sun is risen. So it's not uncommon to, again, when you're explaining to people in your time period to explain to them in things that they use. And it's the same thing. Oh, okay. When the sun, instead of saying the run, sun is risen, they're saying it like they're getting, getting up to pray. So it's the same thing.
2: Everybody, if you have understood what I actually said which Hussein did not understand. Mm-hmm. Please say, I understand in the chat. <laughs> Thank you. You okay.
1: you, you, just,
2: you just don't get the point of, of what's actually happening here. It's very, very painful, willful ignorance on your behalf. It's just, it's it's, it's hard to argue with you. Uh, I guess we... I done. mean, I understand what you're
1: trying to do, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, well. Um, yeah, so what's, what's that, that, that's it. So we have concluded the Quran is... Uh, ignorance doesn't make much sense uh hussein um doesn't have much to offer i expected more i'm quite uh, disappointed to be honest.
1: <laughs> i mean the the fact is so you're saying oh it's not a protective layer right but in reality it does offer protection i mean this has been confirmed uh you can go watch um or read into it how the sun or excuse me the sky actually does like our our layer protects us from heat waves um things like that So saying the sky is a protective canopy or a protective layer, like in multiple Quranic quotes. um, I mean, to me, that seems like a scientific miracle. um, But apparently to him, you know, it's not good enough. Um, He tries to phrase that the sky is a solid object in other videos, but and in here, but there's nowhere that 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 doesn't make sense, because how was it solid if Muhammad went up through the sky? I mean, a lot of this is, again, just his tactic of Purposely taking things literally or out of context, or using the wrong uh, literal the wrong, literally the wrong Arabic uh, words. So,
2: so after everything you have missed the point. In fact, multiple points again, and demonstrated that again. I don't understand why that is, but uh, I'm sorry. I just don't think I can take you seriously here. You are not engaging with actual. People. Uh, arguments you're not engaging with anything uh, i said you're not uh, honestly discussing the actual uh, topic instead going to these rants on what i'm actually trying to do which has nothing to do with our topic here uh i think i think we
1: are are, well you said the sky has no cracks and no one ever claimed the sky was solid like you again you you say that but where in the quran is it implying that the sky is solid that's your interpretation you are projecting so me Calling that out is not me being dishonest or, enga- or not engaging. That's literally what you're doing. You said, "Oh, okay. this guy has no cracks," but no one, nowhere in the Quran does it claim that. So the, the, I don't Quran, see how anything the Quran says.
2: The Quran says the sky has no rifts, that's what what the Quran says, implying that it could have rifts. The Quran says that Allah uh, made the heavens without pillars that you can see. Allah holds up the sky without things that you can see. He made the sky a ceiling, a protected ceiling, a canopy, and he will fold up the ceiling one day. I brought this up, uh, all of it. It says uh, Allah will roll up the heavens as a scroll. All of this implies that the sky is an actual thing, an object. Which is simply not true.
1: Okay, the the heavens are a thing, right? They are they are a protective layer. They are. So th- it doesn't mean that they're solid, though. And they, they could to... they could they could crack. There, that's not that's not a problem. No,
2: they could. They they yes, they, there they can they, be. They, they could. I mean, there could be an imbalance or anything, but there would you wouldn't you wouldn't see a crack. The, when the Quran clearly clearly describes, it says, "Do you see a rift?" That, that, that doesn't make any sense, that is already the implication there is already that the, that the ceiling is uh, something perfectly built which has no crack, no rift in it, so it says look do you see a rift? Um, people thought it is a ceiling, that's why people thought of it as the, the firmament above the earth. What it really is is that, um, that gravity pulls the atmosphere, holds the atmosphere together uh, and the atmosphere above us when the shine when the sun shines upon it uh makes the I'm, I'm explaining this in very primitive ways right now uh the atmosphere lets through the sun rays which through uh you know the atmosphere begin looking differently and the, the atmosphere appears if appears blue to us and it appears like there is a um there is a vault above us but there's actually nothing that is what it is. It's, it's all atmosphere. It's all gas. There is no roof. There is no ceiling. There is no th- thing that needs to be held up, which is already a completely wrong description. It needs to be held down, if anything. Uh, there is nothing that can be folded up. There is nothing that can fall. All of this is simply nonsensical and a primitive understanding of the sky. So I don't think you can argue. Uh, this topic you need to read more on this stuff okay
1: i don't see how you can say so to describe the sky as a canopy is wrong so
2: of of everything that i have just said that's what you pick
1: no no i'm just saying that that's one thing so that or saying that it's a ceiling it is literally above us again when we're talking about someone revealing in uh the the Quran, right? To to people of the time, there's plenty of things where they are using and referencing things within the time period, so that that isn't a problem at all to reference a canopy or a ceiling. Okay. It's to say it's above you. Okay.
2: Thanks. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know what else to say. It's like it's, I'm, I'm not getting getting through anything here. It's entirely empty. Do you guys uh, want to go to
0: your closing statements?
2: Yeah. Sure.
1: Sure. You got
0: Good. it. We are going to go into those closing statements. Since Hussein went first, we'll start with his. We have the Q&A right after, folks. So if you happen to have a question, feel free to fire it in with the old super chat. Those go to the top of the list. Otherwise, you can tag me with at Modern Day Debate. And we'll read those, too, assuming we got time. We got to want to say a huge thanks to both of our speakers. AP... Because, as I mentioned, given that AP was late, he was planning on washing his tights tonight. And I said, AP, would you come out for the debate, please? And they said, okay, I can take a break. And, Hussein, what temperature is it there right now in in Arizona?
1: It is so hot. <laughs> it it's so hot, and I have no AC. So, I mean, it's only 94 degrees here, but, I mean, it's probably inside because I don't have AC. It's like 100, 110 maybe. Thank I'm you for sure. toughing it out
0: to- with us. And... Um, We are going to go into that closing. Hussein, the floor is all yours.
1: um, Yeah. So, I mean, as I mentioned, uh, you guys can check a lot of these things out. There's a lot of scientific facts uh, within the Quran and um, the Quran does tell Muslims to uh, investigate the world and um, confirm these things. So for example, when it talks about, you know, ants and spiders and bees, I mean, these aren't things really that, you know, Rivon even addressed. Um, When it talks about embryology, it does mention these stages Um, and alaka means leech. It's been accepted as that and a suspended thing. Um, So there's plenty of nothing wrong there. Um, It's scientifically accurate. Uh, When we talk about cosmology, there's gravitational waves, as well when it talks about that um, there's plenty of other things as well like mountains roots um, and mountains do have roots uh, you can definitely look into that as well um, there's things like even layman kind of things like it milk, that milk comes out and it's pure that you can reference um, so pretty much there's plenty of facts that reflect reality and as much as to atheists and christians who want to uh, essentially misinterpret things uh, there's plenty of apologetics that you can look into, uh, explaining why these are essentially the wrong interpretations, or they're purposely uh, using the wrong words. So,
0: thank you very much for that closing. We'll kick it over to AP for his closing as well.
2: Uh, yeah, thanks uh, everybody, and thanks James again for arranging this. Um, I expected a little bit more today. I don't think there's. Um, I don't think this debate has actually brought anything of value to the discussion. To be very honest. Uh, But I think we have just established once again that the Quran is not very Easy to defend because it is simply um, a book that was that came into existence in a time of ignorance by people who were ignorant about the world around us. And I haven't even come to I mean, he, Hussein. Just mentioned a few things that I forgot to mention earlier, or uh, that I that I could have gone into into even further. Like the whole gravitational waves issue is entirely made up. The Quran says no such thing. It talks about uh, blasts during the uh, on, on the day of judgment. Nothing there. Indicates gravity or gravitational waves. That's completely reading into it. Uh, mountains yeah. don't have roots. <laughs> some mountains have uh, some mountains have buoyant uh, things that maybe that that they describe as roots, which are not actually really roots in the strictest sense, like like plants, for example. And that's not for that's not true for all mountains. The Quran says mountains were placed firmly into the earth, uh, which is not what happens. Mountains are part of the Ground that we walk on, which clashes into each other, and elevates uh, each other and itself, whereby mountains form. That is also a huge scientific mistake, which I mentioned in my scientific mistakes demonstrations, um, and so on. I mean, we can, we can talk about this forever. Unfortunately, Hussein did not engage with the actual topic and with the things I brought up, and um, his defense of certain scientific mistakes in the Quran and his explanation of scientific miracles in the Quran I can't take them seriously. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what how else to say this without being too condescending here. Uh, for which, by the way, I shouldn't have any regard, considering that he already started with insults from the very beginning. Um, but I think, yeah, it's it's been established the Quran is scientifically entirely false. If anyone wants to um, have a discussion and debate on this in a serious manner, to be more convincing, please engage with it please engage with me happy to be here thanks
0: thank you very much for that closing and in fact i agree i want to say folks in the live chat right now i am putting my email if you happen to be a muslim debater and you're like hey i'd be willing to come on and make the case for islam or maybe you want to in some way attack atheism or christianity whatever it is let us know i'm going to put my email like i said in the chat right now we always want to give people a chance to make their case to the world and we're going to give them a fair platform to do it on so with that we're going to jump into the q a thank you very much for all of your questions and like i said i pinned my email to the top of the chat right now so this first question coming in from mojo says a question to apostate prophet i am an ex-muslim says how do you interpret the embryology being called a leech and sounds accurate, even if almost everything is unscientific?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say that it is considered um, that it is close to accurate. First of all, thanks for the question. Um, I mean, it, it says uh, a clinging clot or a, a, a clot, something like that, which is not a miraculous statement in that time people had a much more uh, accurate description and understanding of embryology long long before Muhammad's time in, 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 in Greece uh, in China in in surrounding uh, cultures which were far advanced beyond um, the, the the Muslim Arabs of the seventh century I don't I don't think there's anything remarkable about this at all
0: you got it we'll jump to the next question and folks I want to remind you if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. We have plenty more debates coming up in the future. You don't want to miss out on those. And this one comes in from Malavia. Thanks very much. Says, hey, James. Hey, Hussein. It was nice to meet you at DebateCon 3.1. AP, you're not here yet, but I hope to meet you in the future, too. That was an early one. This one, thanks very much. Appreciate that, Malavia. Lost fan says, no question. Just saying, I love. Oh, we read that one at the very start. We got that. We got you covered, Lost fan. ES1002 says, AP, Moon error in Quran
2: chapter 10 verse 5. Um, that's the one that talks about um, talks about the sun being a light and the moon is, is also a light. I included that in some in the past as scientifically inaccurate, but I'm not entirely very, very strong on that whole point. Uh, i mean the, the quran describes the sun as a as a as a bright light and the sun and the moon as a light um, where the moon is just an object that reflects light from the sun and therefore appears shiny i don't if you want to take that as a scientific mistake or not it's just i don't think it's a it's an, it's an incredibly strong one but yeah thanks
0: you got it thank you very much sid dave says quran also oh wait by the way hussein if you wanted to respond mm. to that i want to give you a chance to Give a response if you'd like to. So if I roll through these too fast, feel free to interject.
1: Um, I'm not sure about that one. I haven't looked into it, so. You got it.
0: Sid Dave says, Quran also says that horses, donkeys were made by Allah for humans to ride and decorate. How smart by Allah, they say. They say, probably never anticipated cars and planes.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, that's probably for me. And um, again, this is talking to the people at the time, so I don't understand how that is our own. But this one coming in, we call
0: it a dunk around here. Dunking. <laughs>
1: no, up. No, excuse me.
0: <laughs> this one, this one from Millahan Philosopher's Corner says, oh, "Members rule." Thanks for your support. We appreciate that, Lady Firebrand. Thanks for your support. It says suit appreciation. I got to give credit to Hussein. At the start, I had a navy blue. I said, "I don't like this. I don't like." He said, "It's because it blends in with the background, James. You have to put on something different, different color." He was right. So anyway, that was was probably smart. Yeah, (laughs) it's way better. I was like, "Oh my goodness, Hussein is like fashionista." I have got to say, Hussein. People have asked. They saw your debate with Matt Dillahunty. On modern day debate at DebateCon several weeks ago they said, Are you an emo Muslim? I hate to put you on the spot and make fun of you like this. I is there any truth to this?
1: Uh, I, I apparently I did not beat the emo Muslim allegation. allegations, so <laughs> Is it just the hair? Is that folks? I think it's just chat? the hair, but I mean I can't I can't this is just how my hair is. So I don't know what to do with it. I mean I cut it shorter, right? And it's still so
0: well, I think Ooh. it's tremendous. We're going to jump into the next one. Thanks very much for your question. XXWLZXX says, Islam says that semen, <clears throat> like not the travelers, but he said, is stored between backbone of man and the ribcage of women. Uh, Quran also says there are seven earths. Some tafsirs, let me know if I pronounce that right, say... They are flat, with a whale being under the last flat Earth.
1: Uh, so the the whale thing is actually a fabricated hadith. <laughs> so um, and then the um, what was it? The first one, he said the in between the backbone and the ribs. Um, let me have this one actually. So um, there's been like three ways of looking at this, even from like original the original like debate about it. And uh, so it's it's fluid, not sperm. Um, it's and the vesicle, semen vesicle, uh, is essentially between the backbone and the ribs. Um, and then they talk about that. So uh, it's it's using it as a reference point. And someone else has also mentioned that essentially it's like saying our head is between our shoulders. Um, you know, just because it's higher doesn't not doesn't mean it's not between our shoulders. Um, so that's another way to think about it too. So.
0: You got it. Thank you very much for this question coming in from XXWLZXX says, Quran also says Earth
2: created before the universe. Yeah, I I brought that up. Um, I brought that up in my in my uh, opening speech. I think I referenced that very briefly, actually, um, where the Quran describes that the Earth was uh, created, that there was nothing at first, only water. And Allah created the earth and made it, uh, spread it out. And then he turned himself toward the sky and created it as seven heavens and so on, which is very much in line with um, ancient uh, Near Eastern mythological uh, cosmology with their understanding of how things came into existence, which is, of course, from our modern knowledge, entirely wrong. But that's a long, long discussion. we
0: we'll give you a chance to respond if you'd like, Hussein.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um i'm trying to find it because i had this written down
0: while you're finding it mark reed and notion slave as well as patty q thanks for your questions for the q a promise we're going to get to them just want to let you know i saw them and we're moving on down through the list but go ahead Hussein.
1: i should have categorized these better um what so the the original word is it's saying prepared so the the implication is that um it's one, there's two ways of looking at it. So they said there's no chronologically, uh, chronological order. And they've talked about this um, in like original exegesis. And then the word is uh, proportioned as seven heavens. So meaning the heaven was already created before the earth. And then the, essentially they finalized the earth and heavens after. So it's not saying that the earth was created before. Because um, the word's is proportioned. So. Okay,
2: what, what it actually says is that, that Allah created... Um that Allah created the heavens and the the heaven and the earth and they were together one thing that he separated them and then he made the earth and then he turned himself toward the sky and made it as seven heavens above which I mean if you want to take it take it that way again implies very similar things and doesn't make much sense
0: this one coming in from unless Hussein, if you have a quick rejoinder
1: no, I mean I literally just gave the the answer. It's it's proportioned so in that it, it, there's no chronological, there's people who said there's no chronological order, and there's people that say that it does fit the chronological order correctly. So there's been defenses on both. So
0: we've got yeah we've got a little uh, Lipton iced tea. What are you drinking there, pal?
1: Um, mango gold kombucha.
0: Wow, not,
1: it's not good. Another drink that's not good. Every time I stream with you. So, I always end up getting a drink and it ends up not being good. <laughs> James is cursing me. Very sad.
0: It's uh like that new soy lent that everybody's going crazy for. Not that. Okay. This is coming up yeah. from ES1002. Says Hussein does wife beating work to discipline them? <laughs> that's just say says
1: them. <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh not scientifically uh relevant i guess um and that would be um i mean again when they talk about because i had this last time too uh when they talk about striking a woman it's like with impl it's like with a uh, like a little stick thing and it's for discipline and it's like after going through all sorts of you know like if there's a process you don't just resort to beating and it's not literally beating so but again i'm sure rivian is gonna disagree so The Quran doesn't say anything about
2: how it's supposed to be done. It doesn't give any instructions. It just says, uh, if if you fear arrogance from the women, um, advise advise or reprimand them. And then, um, as a second step, separate them in beds. And third, beat them. That's all it says, literally. It doesn't give any, any further limitations or explanations, all kinds of different limitations on how it should be done are all based on uh, interpretations of hadiths and, and teachings and other things. Whereas we have authentic reports in which the women, the Muslim women, are described as being uh, their skins are green from all the beatings. So.
0: You got it. Friendly reminder also, thanks so much for becoming a member, Raminescence. Appreciate that support, becoming a channel member. Also, though, as I mentioned, folks, moderndaydebate at gmail.com is pinned at the top of the chat. We want everybody to have their spot at the table. And for years, I'm not exaggerating, we had nothing. It was pretty much nothing but atheist versus Christian. And we were like, hey, we want to make sure that it's very clear that we are happy to have our Muslim friends on the debate on Modern Day Debate, just like our atheists and our Christian friends are welcome here.
1: So you can find me <laughs> there, there at
0: debate at gmail. What would
1: you say? I knew people. What's that? I said you should get some Hinduva people.
0: We had Hare Krishna's. That's about as close as we got. It's pretty oh. tough. It's very hard. As a side note, it's interesting. It's pretty tough to find Eastern religion defenders. It's almost like apologetics, as in the Christian community it's called. I think in the Muslim community it's called Dawa. Is Dawa, sino- mm-hmm. is it almost synonymous with apologetics? Yeah,
2: it's
1: pretty much the same thing, yeah.
2: Well, Dawa is actually... Um, preaching and spreading missionary while yeah it's like it's more equivalent to a missionary
0: oh yeah. okay so like evangelism is dawa yeah, yeah oh pretty okay.
1: pretty
2: gotcha. Much, but,
0: but it's it seems like it's like doing. maybe mixed but anyway whatever it is it's interesting but it's also true one thing a lot of people i don't know if they notice is pardon me let me just for two seconds is that a lot of Eastern religion books actually don't make a lot of claims. Uh, Like, in other words, it's very abstract, even more abstract than, for example, I've read the Quran, I've read the Bible. And that's, so that's one thing I'm wondering if maybe that's part of why there are so few people is that it's it's kind of very abstract and you kind of would probably be like, well, I don't know, what does that even look like to debate that? But anyway,
1: it isn't, go ahead. No, 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 I agree with you. It's a little bit more abstract, so...
0: At least the little I've read. I haven't read, like, the whole tippy-taka or something, but I, I have read selections from uh, penishads. and am I saying that right, though? Anyway, XXWLZXX says early Islamic scholars interpreted all this stuff literally. It was not till much later that Muslims began
2: interpreting this stuff metaphorically. Yes. We have no early sources of Muslims, uh, of the early Muslims going around and saying, oh, the, you know, this is just metaphorical. The earth is actually not like this. And all the Early Muslims accepted the things, the writings as they are. But the whale issue, for example, uh, Hussein said that the Hadiths are fabrications about, about that stuff. I agree that there are no uh, Hadiths which we can trace authentically back, but we have early tafsirs in which we find numerous references of the early Muslims actually believing that the earth is on the back of a whale, and the whale uh, and Allah placed mountains on top of the earth, because the whale moves and the earth shakes, and that's what causes earthquakes. and The the mountains are supposed to hold it together, and all of that. So the early Muslims had, of course, very very absurd beliefs about the the earth, and they they took these things very literally. the the whole idea that uh, the earth is actually round and all of these things are just metaphorical came much later.
1: You um, got it. As far as a, an, an, uh, against that, I guess, is I don't know how they're getting that because traditional scholars agree that some passages uh, leave ideas implied or rather than stated. And then there's also the chronic statement where it says uh, we have verses that are clear and we there are foundations of the book and others that are unspecific. So it literally is leaving room for esoteric interpretations. So.
0: This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. asian Talks it says, why can I explain to my child how suns set and rise, but Allah couldn't explain it <laughs> to grown men? Maybe explain gravity or something. That's a good point.
1: <laughs> what have you got? we I mean,
0: will give you a chance to respond. Yeah, yeah. go
1: ahead. I mean, they did. <laughs> I think they did explain that how the sun sets and rises so I don't see a problem with it so I mean like it's like the muddy spring thing there where they go on about how the word wajara means anything from the five senses Uh, that word has an implication of the five senses so it's perspectives of the human beings viewing it so uh, I don't which no point. early
2: Muslim scholar uh, thought was just uh, metaphorical or anything else or or, or perspective. Early okay. Muslim Muslim scholars didn't think it, saw it, was, it was literal. That idea came only later. But, yeah, we had that.
0: You got it, and thank you very much for your question. Voice of Reason, good to see you again, says, everything accurate in miraculous and everything false
2: is an allegory. That's what I have seen today, yeah. That's what Hussein does here. Everything that doesn't fit the agenda is uh, it's just allegorical, can be interpreted differently, and everything that does fit it, it is like it's a miracle. That's that's very common, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Um so I mean the Quran states that and I don't have a problem with doing that. So I guess if convenient. you wanna accuse me if you wanna accuse me of doing what I'm doing in the church, I <laughs> don't see how it's a problem though. Yeah, if it's the Quran very, it's really has it. Yeah. Very convenient. So, I mean, because you you as an atheist and uh you can do the same thing. So which you've I, done I in the past. So. I don't. I don't. But, okay. Yeah, good
2: for you.
0: This one coming in from. Do appreciate it, Mark Reed. Good to see you. Says, keep the debate going after show on Mark Reed atheism. Hey, and Mark. You guys know each other.
1: Yeah, well, I debated him on uh, if Islam is oppression oppressive to women. That's right. right. Okay. Is this a guy
0: from New
1: Zealand. Yes, yeah, a
0: regular yeah. here, and so thank you very much for your support, Mark. If you email me that base link, I'll try to squeeze it into the the uh, what's it called description box. Long day. Patty Q says, "What do you two make of the children of ad?" That's just ad. They say, and do you believe that their king was killed when a hurtling wind went into his mouth and out his rump?
1: Uh, We children of what? (laughs) I think this is troll.
0: (laughs) I I, I don't, I don't. Is there a troll? Patty, how dare you? Yellow Banana says, how did Muhammad go to heaven to meet Allah in one night? It defies everything we know about E equals MC squared. It was a dream. They say, and of all physics, unless he was magically teleported, which he wasn't, there's no way to explain it.
2: So explain this to me, Hussein. Um, So what I see is Muhammad is um, actually, Hussein said he needs to use the restroom, right? right? Go for it, Am I allowed to go use the restroom, right? Yeah, for
0: sure. I can ask questions. I'll see if we have any for AP.
2: Yeah, ask
1: him for apostate. Okay, cool. Isa
0: Martel actually does have a question for AP. This just came in, so fresh off the press. They say, can AP speak Arabic? Recite, uh, let me get closer, Fatiha and last three surah.
2: What? Recite Fatiha? And which, what what else? Where did I see that? And they say, and last three surah. Last three surah. Okay. uh, Do I speak Arabic? I don't speak Arabic i only um i don't know from studying no plenty of words sentence structure which i studied and learned and i don't know from studying this whole stuff it just it, it somehow comes uh i can re- recite sur- is this a challenge by muslims i guess for me to recite something uh fatiha and the last three surah i um, sure sure yeah um, Fatih goes Alhamdulillah, Rabal Alamin, Rahman Rahim, Maliki, Omidin, Iakin Abu, Iakin, Estain, Ihtina, Serata, Mustakim, Serata, Ladin, and Amtali, him, Rahil Meldubi, Ali, him, Walla Paulin, Amin. The last three I completely forgot uh, is that, um, Iclas, Nas, and, um, what's the other one? Falak? I don't know. Uh who had Allah, who had Allah, Samad had Allah, who 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 had I don't know. I don't remember the whole thing. I forgot. It's been a lot of years. But if this is a challenge, then yeah, here you Got it.
0: Juicy, to say the least. I'm looking for any, right now I'm looking through the list on whether or not there are others for AP. I don't think that there is. Let's see. So in the meantime, I will say this. Okay, I'm caught up. Now I know where we are. Folks, as I mentioned, but I know that there's a lot of turnover during live streams because it's Friday night. People are having a good time. They've got their beverage, their Soylent, and they've got their precious TV dinners. Let me know if you know what movie that quotes from. And they're enjoying themselves. They're like, hey, I'll check out a little bit of this live stream. You're like, Yeah, okay. I got to tell you. Therefore, there are maybe, I don't know, hundreds of new people here at this point. Because I don't want to be redundant, but I got to tell you, folks, we are doing a shorts campaign. If you see a short and you're like, James, like that was clearly like one side had more time to speak. And, you know, they looked like they dunked on the other person. I thought you were neutral. Is that we're like, hey, we're trying to do that to everybody equally. You really shouldn't even call it dunked on. It's just that they maybe got a little bit more time to speak or they had the last word. So it doesn't mean that or I should say if they're the dunker, not the dunk E is that if they got dunked on, it doesn't mean that they actually didn't have a response, for example. And that's the thing is a short is only 60 seconds. So we have to cut it off at 60 seconds at the most. And so if you see it and you're like, James, what the heck? It's like one of my favorite debaters, like you didn't give them a fair, you know, like it's like, well, we're not going to try to, deceptively edit but we have to edit where it's like hey they, they might not always get a chance to respond and it might be like ooh, it looks like they got baffled it's like well the reason that we're putting these shorts out is so that people watch the whole debate and then they can see that they do have a response or whatever it is whatever so i do want to let you guys know that i just don't want people i'm a little bit nervous so i want to talk to the community about this i don't want people to click on these shorts and be like what the you know
2: oh it's like that's clearly biased
1: just you know, do
0: like,
2: it let people fight it's it's, it's good
1: yeah
0: so far it's been good in terms of like i keep a track we've only released two shorts so far and so far like i haven't seen like any sort of exodus of subscribers because that was where i was like so i'm like okay good people know that we're not trying to you know we don't have an agenda with these shorts is what i'm saying
2: so we'll go to this next question was saying you missed it i just recited the quran here oh nice We totally missed
1: it
2: i'll have to go back yeah. I actually, I didn't, I didn't recite. I, I watched
1: one of your videos, by the way, where you did recite uh, the Quran, and it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Excuse me. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. What <laughs> I mean, did I say? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't have to,
2: I don't have to prove that I am indeed an ex-Muslim. You know, it's like I, 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 did, I prayed five times a day and attended a lot of other things for many years, and this shouldn't even matter. Like this is, this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about here
0: yeah one last thing about the shorts
2: Haley, thanks for pointing out in chat
0: she said hey do you put the link for the original full debate in the shorts comments yes we do so i do want to say like it is like we really are wanting people to see the context of the short by clicking on those links so thanks for saying that and the freak says ap what is more scientific than surah 56 and verses 63 through 64.
2: 56, 63, 64. I don't remember what that is about. I, I barely keep the numbers. Oh, it's... Um, I don't
1: remember numbers. Have you considered what you sow? <laughs> it is you who cause it to grow, or is it we who do so?
2: Which one?
1: Uh, it's saying, have you considered what you sow? Okay. Is it you who cause it to grow, or is it we who do so?
2: I don't even remember. Have you seen that which you sow? Uh, okay, is this supposed to be a joke or what
1: is this? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what they're implying. Like, yeah. or, I, I thought like reap what you sow kind of thing, but I don't, I don't
2: know Or are we the grower? If you will, we could make debris, oh. and you would remain in wonder. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in my opinion, primitive understanding of how things work. Maybe it's a joke. I don't know. Uh,
0: this one from M- Mahmud. Let me know if I'm saying it right. It says Hussein. Please explain Quran thirty six, thirty six, and the existence of Aspidoscelis neomexicanus.
1: Oh, yeah, this one. Uh, everything in pairs. Yeah. So it's not which everything. Has,
0: well, just for anybody who doesn't know, they say which has one gender and many other species too.
1: Go ahead. Sure, sure. Yeah. So. Uh, this I think this came up in the math debate too, but it's not saying um everything in pairs, it's saying everything in complementary uh nature. So it it's meaning more than that. And then it doesn't mean it's not implying everything. So it uses the word um cool and that word there's actually like a tafsir on that word and like a book on that word too, where it doesn't mean everything. So for example, in like another story they, they say, Oh, we destroy everything with wind, but the houses are left so it's not literally everything and i even mentioned this with with um with matt like if i say everyone in the room is white like it doesn't literally mean everyone there was white it's just it's just a way of phrasing something so
2: i would contest that i think it's very clear from the wording and as also islamic scholars later understood that it says all of all things we have created pairs it it is pairs and I would think that you have to you have to twist that in order to make sense of it because it, it even refers to fruits and plants as pears, which doesn't make sense. I mean, there especially, you can't really find the binary in much, let alone in everything. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's a that's a that's a poor understanding of human of of uh, of, of life and nature.
0: You got it. This one coming in from Aiden Walid says, question for Hussein: You believe ants spoke by the way AP is the goat
2: oh thank you
1: do I think ants spoke in the story yes uh, what so, okay and animals communicate I don't understand the problem here <laughs> I do I, yeah. <laughs> you got it
0: this one from yellow banana we get this one. They say, "How did Muhammad go to heaven to meet Allah in one?" We got that one. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. We actually. We didn't no, to...
1: we did it We did it Because I went to the restroom. But I mean, I don't. I don't understand the the thing here. Is like, if you are religious, right? Let me believe... just for
0: anybody who just tuned in. Let me just, uh, or to remind people to, because you guys are right now. Your brains are like at a hundred miles an hour. And. Just in case anybody forgot. They say it defies everything we know about E equals MC squared if Muhammad did go to heaven in one night. They say unless he was magically teleported, which he wasn't, there is no way to explain it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, again, this would be like a supernatural event. So, I mean, there's things within like the Christian Bible, Judaism and Islam that are through the power of God, essentially, people are able to do the miraculous or supernatural. So that's how it happens, because through God's power, they're able to essentially defy these laws. So I don't see a problem here. If I'm willing to accept that a God exists, that's all powerful. So. But again, this is probably an atheist thinking this is a dunk zone.
2: No, I, I honestly, um, I don't think that's a huge problem. I think if you believe that things happen in miraculous, mysterious ways, I think it is. Uh, it would be all right to believe that Allah could make it so that Muhammad um, ascends to heaven and travels the heavens and all of that within just one second while he experiences it as... A lot of time. I think I, I think that's not a that's not a strange thing to believe in as a religious person. It's, I, I don't think I can contest that. It's not the, it's not the weirdest thing. The only thing that I would say about that is, the reports say that Muhammad was in his bed and then, you know, the angel came and washed his heart, and uh, this horse came or horse like being came, and he was uh, brought to heavens on its back, and all of that, and he woke up, and his worm was still his bed was still warm and to me that just sounds like a dream it was like you dream and you think you had a, an extraordinary experience but it's still a dream
0: this one coming in from
2: xxWs says the whale is from
0: ibn Abbas who is master of Quran what does this mean
2: it, it's uh, the, the whole story about most Muslim, early Muslims believing that the, that the earth is on the back of a whale is most prominently attributed by Islamic uh, exegetes to Ibn Abbas who is considered one of the most reliable if not the most reliable people in Muhammad's um, surrounding when it comes to knowledge of the Quran but again there are lots of issues with that whole whole idea
0: this one but it's from- of course
2: questionable that Islamic scholars in the, in the beginnings did attribute that whole thing to him
0: You got it. Notion Slave strikes again, says, look up cosmic rays. Far away stars produce cosmic rays, which hit us every (coughs) day, every day. (coughs) But our atmosphere protects us. So, yes, stars do affect space travel, do move, and meteors are thrown on top of that here.
1: Apostate. I think that's for you.
2: Well, I don't. I don't think that's for me. Is it? I don't. I don't know. Um, Well, the,
1: the implication is he's saying that the sky is protecting us.
2: It is not. I mean, didn't that didn't that just imply that this that that the sky is not really entirely protecting us because it's not really fully protecting us? But again. The whole point I made earlier about this was that um, the Quran's claim is that the sky is protected, not that the sky protects us. Those two are different things. You got it. Thank you very much for your question. Mark
0: Reed. Oh, we got that one. That's right. Mark, pardon me. I haven't checked my email yet. If you did send the link. But after show at Mark Reed's channel, if you tar- type Mark Reed into the uh, chat or a uh, search bar. Bitter Truth says, "There's no organ between ribs and back bone." Hussein, can you show us, uh, or name that organ? You don't have to show us anything, but you can <laughs> let us know. Let us yeah. know what organ.
1: Yeah. So the backbone and the ribs. So they they've used the word to to describe um, essentially the loins. So there's plenty of people who've used. They use that word to describe loins, which is between the backbone of the ribs and where semen comes from. And then they talk about the semical vesicle, where se- the semen fluid comes from. Um, so there's plenty of defenses. I mean, like Muhammad Hijab S3. Uh, what's his name? comes um, Hamza Tortis has another one. So, I mean, I don't know if... I've already talked about that before, so I don't... You got it.
0: This one coming in from... Do appreciate it. E1002 says, Hussein, is that bottle full of camel pee? Is that one of your exotic drinks, Hussein? No, no, no. no.
1: This is a reference to um, the <laughs> camel urine having healing properties. Um, So, which it's funny that uh, atheists or uh, Western people will use this as like a dunk when they're, when uh, Primerin is a a medicine that currently is made and uh, uses urine as a, as a product in it. So. Hussein, I want to tell you something. Mm. Would you
2: drink a human's urine?
1: people have drink in dire situations people have drank urine yeah so there's no problem but, but but do you do you think
2: drinking human urine is just like uh extracting something beneficial out of the urine and including that like we say extracting and including that in medicine are those two the same thing or even similar
1: no, that it could, that would be different. But people have all I'm saying is in this time and place, right? We, and this is a specific instance, right? Okay. So one, urine has been used in medicine today. People have drank in urine in the past under dire situations. And then three, uh, there is perhaps, and people have said this, that you can get nutrients from it. So if urine is the only thing, Campbell urine is the only thing available. It's not saying. To continuously drink camel urine, like these Westerners want to imply that, oh, I'm just going to go drink camel urine for the the, the pooping games, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that okay, what okay, okay, but you're
2: not understanding the, 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 the science behind this whole thing, which is um, r- drinking camel urine directly as it is, is considered harmful, dangerous, and probably not beneficial. Even if you try to get the beneficial, um, you know, ingredients out of that urine. The beneficial ingredient in the urine is only beneficial if it is extracted and removed from its surroundings and then taken in a different way so that it is removed far from the harm. Just because... You you think they had modern science to extract these things from... No, no, but, no, but, but the issue is, you don't. that's not the point. Drinking the camel urine itself probably doesn't do anything good. That's the point.
1: Okay, I mean, I literally just looked it up. And there's studies on camel urine having medical benefits. So really, is it? Are there studies which say that drinking camel urine has medical benefits,
2: and you know, it's it's it's, it's totally okay?
1: Yeah, that's what they're saying. So. So
2: I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't I don't understand where you're looking at because I'm pretty sure I looked at uh, studies also represented by major uh, health bodies around the world, which say that it's uh, very harmful and very dangerous and should not be done. In fact, even the whole idea of like if I'm abandoned, if I am left somewhere, I will just drink my own urine. Even that is a whole issue, where a lot of the science says that. It might actually do the opposite of keeping you hydrated or, you know, uh, fed. It might increase your thirst even more and slowly kill you. So the, and, and the same thing with, with with research on animal urine. It, it I don't think that there is an, an actual study which says that it's totally fine. I would like to see that study. Okay.
0: You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Hamad Ahmed says, for Hussein, is Muhammad splitting the moon a metaphor, or a miracle from Allah?
1: Um, there's people who have debated both, so, I mean, that really depends. I mean, you can look into it yourself, so.
0: You got it. This one coming in from... I, I
1: want
2: to say very quickly, by the way, the early reference about loins being between backbones and ribs doesn't actually add, add anything, doesn't actually uh, help the Quran at all because um, it says... That Allah creates humans from fluids that come gushing from between the backbones and ribs, but the loins have nothing to do with that whole process at all. Nothing. Same. So,
0: Any <laughs> thoughts? We'll go to the next one. Thank you I very mean, much for it, your question. Go ahead. No, no, it's fine. Anton Gomez says, "Did Muhammad have grandchildren? Was it covered if he did?" What does this mean like health insurance
1: yeah i don't know what he, what he means
0: this one coming in from isa martel says we got that one actually that was when ap spoke arabic this one coming in from es1002 was that arabic i can't remember yeah oh. yeah yeah it they say in they say hussein would you ever marry and sleep with a miner not not like the gold miner though
1: no,
0: okay. This one coming in from XX uh, WLZXX says, What's your view on whales, James? Do you like them? I've got They're nothing cool. against them. Lost fan, thank you for asking. This one from Lost Fan it says, AP Christianity used to be anti freedom and oppressive, but it's been reformed and is in parentheses somewhat peaceful. Can this be done for Islam? If so,
2: how? No, it can't be um, because the two things are entirely different here. It's a long, long discussion. But um, when, he, when we say when people say Christianity used to be oppressive and um, and violent and all that, what we're talking about is Christians were at some point opp- oppressive and all that. With Islam, we're not just talking about Muslims being oppressive and intolerant and aggressive. We're talking about. Uh, Islamic sources themselves directly prescribing all of the intolerance and hate and aggressiveness uh, and, and everything that we have seen in history um, where you have direct commands in the Quran to fight the disbelievers and subdue them and, uh, until they are humiliated and pay the jizya and fight them wherever you see them and they are worse than animals and so on. You don't have these things in, in Christianity. And I would, I would agree that Christians in history have been quite intolerant and oppressive and all that but the source of the of the intolerance and aggression is different, which is why you can't reform Christianity based on its principles, but you cannot reform Islam based on its principles and make it something peaceful. In fact, the reformers of Islam are people like ISIS or others.
1: This one. <laughs> I don't know how you can say that when, like, the Christian Bible has, uh, if not worse, when, like, they have this can't slaughter the Canaanites and stuff like that, but okay.
2: Well, but that's, that's you, you know very well that uh, that is entirely different from the Quranic context, where there it is something that uh, gives, uh, where, where Moses, for example, gives, gives an order to his people to do something. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the Quran, it is Allah directly giving an order to the reader of the Quran to do something. Like to go and attack people and and, and uh, humiliate them. I would say both of those are bad, but they are completely different. This okay. one
0: coming in from do appreciate
1: or, it. Like, Christianity's been worse, but whatever.
0: This no, one no, from
2: Ozzy
0: has... and talks says, Why didn't Allah teach how to filter urine? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what wow. <We're in> discussion <laughs> Riveting. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, this one. If you want to respond, okay, sounds like you're okay with not responding. This one from April Cox says, AP, are there any Muslims you really want to debate? Me? Uh... Is that one of your sock accounts, AP? <laughs> <laughs> Try to get, share your wish list, wish list online. What have I you
1: mean, got? Uh... Yeah, come on. James has to set, set it up for you, you know?
2: I did want to debate uh, several people. I already had... I don't, I don't think there's anyone actually... Oh, I, I did want to debate um, Shabar Ali. I think that would be interesting, but I don't think he's interested in debating with atheists. Um, I would love to one day have a debate with Zakir Naik, which would be hilarious in my opinion, uh, but will never happen. Um, to be to have more realistic goals, I think we could one day have a debate with Daniel Kikichu but he, he doesn't really want to after his whole... After the way, the last one about... Uh, got a last name ended, which was pretty bad. Since then, he started ignoring me entirely. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, I'll just debate anyone who wants to.
0: You got it. In terms of medical disclaimers, Beamsy says, uh, the World Health Organization says, it could be deadly to drink camel urine if it has M-E-R-S. Although, I mean, he just said could. So if you like to gamble, I mean uh, but, but this one coming in, but uh, I would recommend take care of yourselves folks. that's all I'll say This one coming in from. Well, although it is kind of true, it's kind of like, well yeah, but a lot of things could be bad for you. I don't
1: I'm not yeah, defending I mean, it. I'm just labels on everything now. so everything gives you cancer. So everything is microplastics now. You know, so. Although
0: to be fair, the magnitude differs for all these things. But yellow yeah. banana in terms of the risk. Uh, who's they say, Hussein? Do you accept evolution? And how do you think the science of evolution fits into creationism with mud and Adam and Eve?
1: Um, I don't have like opinion on evolution. Uh, I think it adaptation is true. I mean, like I think that's essentially like a fact, like animal adaptation. Um, I think it gets. Uh, weird when they try and say like uh, like certain animals changed into completely different animals uh, when they can only show like you know a bird became like a different type of bird kind of thing. so uh, you know I, I'm kind of in a way agnostic about it. so
2: but what do you think about uh, devolution triggered by Allah, for example, in the Quran when he turns uh, Jews into monkeys and pigs? Is, is, is that something that you would accept as uh,
1: possible? Um, as far as I understand, like, there's uh, Muslim uh, scholars who say that evolution is consistent uh, with the Quran and inconsistent with the Quran. So I haven't looked into it enough to make a point about it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't particularly care about if okay. evolution exists or not. It doesn't affect my day-to-day.
2: Okay, okay. But no opinion on the Jews.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay.
0: This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Let me see. We might be all caught up. Let me double check. I want to say, folks, our guests are linked in the description. Do have another question here. I want to encourage you. You can check out our guest links, hear more about their views, see their other debates, all that stuff. Because, hey, I'm not encouraging you to per se adhere to or adopt anybody's beliefs. But you might as well, if you're going to not believe something or reject it or whatever it is, you might as well at least be informed about it, right? This one coming in from Alex Tremo Del Norte says, How do we know it's not just an excuse to suckle directly from the camels? Okay. <laughs> no, stop. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, they just, we don't have to do that. If you really want to respond to saying you can. Oh, we we got to actually wrap up really fast. So let me review this last one. The Mirage Hadith is, thank you very much, Raman says the Mirage Hadith is sahih and mentions that skies or heavens have doors that are guarded by angels who has to allow you to cross. Is it scientific?
1: Saying guards that have angels, that doesn't sound like something that's a scientific claim. That sounds like a metaphysical claim. You got um, it. I mean, there, there's, um, I think, yeah, Ridvon did like a, a video on it, but um, I won't bring it up. But I did want to say that, like, I apologize for calling you A plus, by the way, Ridvon. So, because you've been pretty, pretty decent on this, so pretty good.
2: Thank, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That that means a lot, honestly. Yeah, no problem. Uh, that does mean a lot. So, thank you. I appreciate that very, very much.
0: It's been a very civil conversation. For real, I'm not joking. Like, you guys never, I never had to stop and stop, you know, pull you guys apart in terms of interrupting each other, which is great. So, it, was a, it had great flow. It was tremendous. This last one isn't really about science, ES1002. So, I want to let Hussein get to his workout. You can ask him next well, time. Huh? Nothing.
1: I'll talk to you about it later.
0: Hussein has to get jacked. It's time. So I want to say thank you very much, folks, for your support. I actually have to run pretty quick here. But what I do want to do, folks, is I mentioned that debate with Hussein and Matt. I'm going to throw that into the live chat. If you haven't watched that yet, folks, it was an epic debate. That just happened recently. So I do want to encourage you, check it out. I'll put that link in the old live chat, and I will pin it at the top. It certainly was a slobber knocker. It was a great debate. So look for that in the live chat. If you want to watch something, as I actually can't do the post-credit show, I've got to meet with somebody right after this to do a Zoom test for tomorrow's debate. So I wish I could do the post-credit show and hang out with you guys, but it'll have to be tomorrow. So check out that link that I pinned at the top of the description box. Go there and enjoy that debate. It's actually on whether or not Islam is true, so definitely related to this topic. And with that, I want to say, though, AP and Hussein, seriously, we really appreciate you guys. You guys are the lifeblood of the channel. You make it fun. And so thanks for being on here tonight.